Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight to dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. <laughs> we'll definitely we'll definitely have you on a future show, man, and you've still got your commentary coming. Today is election day, which I didn't know we voted on anything in Texas. Philip, did you? Uh, yeah, I I didn't actually vote, but yeah, I saw them. Is, 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 <laughs> is that why all these stupid ads are playing on YouTube like every five minutes? Probably. That it's a big election day everywhere. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think we I were mean, even voting for people. It was just propositions. Hey, dude, if, was it legalizing marijuana? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm moving to Florida. Fuck it. I can get my medical oh, card. Oh, yeah, good point. Damn, I should have <laughs> went. <laughs> you still need to get a card in Florida? Yeah, it's medical only there, man. You know. Well, that's okay. That's um, We saw how Oklahoma was with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they're all <laughs> over the place in Florida, too. But they are. I've noticed they're a lot more discreet in Florida. Yeah. It's not like uh, Oklahoma where every other building has a marijuana leaf painted on it. Yeah. Um, so doctor on demand. <laughs> well, look at it this way. Flor- Florida is kind of one of, I think the way I perceive it anyway, is it's kind of one of those States where, um, Oh, I'll compare it to the old Baptist, uh, where I grew up in East Texas that would, uh, vote to make the County dry. And then, uh, every Friday night they would drive over into the next County and load up on cases and cases of beer and, and liquor. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Florida's like that, man. <laughs> well, that's true. That's one of the few states I know where you can actually go in and get shit-faced drunk at a bar and then buy a bottle to take home. I'm, I'm pretty sure they sell, like, liquor at the gas stations. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> one, of those, know, one of those states in between there does. <laughs> yes, I know Louisiana does. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're all back together again for the, for the uh, salute. To Jeff Laramore, one of our one of our great patrons, and uh, Jeff picked three movies for us to check out. Let's see, we've got 1984's The Initiation, with the first appearance of Princess Vespa. Uh, we have Holy Spider from 2022, and of course we have this year's Candyland. Should be interesting, guys. Should be interesting. So, uh, yeah. y'all ready to dive into Cool of the Week? Yeah, I'll jump in first. Um, as me and Lance have been talking about the past few weeks, we've been doing 31 days of horror, so I kind of had to decompress from all the horror, so I had to watch some non-horror movies. So. Ah, some Christmas movies. <laughs> no, no, especially not that whatever bullshit poster you sent me through Messenger. <laughs> Uh, I checked out some, uh, still catching up on uh, movies I missed in the theater. Uh, the first one I watched was um, Gran Turismo. Um, yeah, is it like the video game? Or, I mean, how could it be like the video game? It's 
actually based on a true story. It's about the the game company teaming with a racing company to put out a contest because the the video game is not just a video game; it's a racing simulator. So they had an idea of putting out a contest. Whoever wins the contest will throw them in the actual race car. Oh, on a racing that team. That sounds pretty cool. And this movie is about the, the the kid that went on to become a real race car driver. And oh, wow. I have to I have to say I actually fucking really enjoyed this movie. No shit. It sounds like it's a good yeah. time. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, I don't recognize the the guy, the main guy, but it does have uh, David Harbor Hopper from. Uh, yes. Hell Hellboy. Yeah, he's like the I don't know what they call him on the race team, like the basically like the head coach, trainer, whatever, manager. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm spacing out people's names. Legolas from Lord of the Rings. He's like Orlando the, Bloom. Yeah, he's like the the corporate <laughs> guy that set everything up. Okay. He's still doing stuff. Yeah. I, when he I popped guess so. up in the movie, I was like, <laughs> hey, Legolas, yeah. or whatever his name is. But I, I thought it had uh, it told a good story. I'm a sucker for real kind of true story sports movies type stuff. And it was just cool that, you know, he started out playing this video game and his dad, he had one of the dads like, you know, you're wasting your time on this game. And he kept telling his dad, no, I'm going to do this for real. Because mm-hmm. I guess the dad was a soccer player or a professional soccer player. He was... The other oh, son wow. was following in the father's footsteps, and he was always like, why can't you be like your brother and get off that stupid game? Ah, uh, one of those stories, yeah. Philip. Gotcha. And <laughs> it had some emotional moments in it. I won't spoil anything, because there's a scene in that that happens to him. I was like, wow, that's really fucked up. And you just kind of root for him to kind of get past it. And it was it was a good story, good movie. And, of course, at the end, they show pictures of the, the real guy, which found out he was uh, the stunt actor for the act, the main actor in the movie. So, oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to tell me he was actually a paraplegic or something. I'm like. No, I wouldn't put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. Okay. He drives with a straw. <laughs> but Roll I 100%, 100% recommend Grand Turismo. Very nice. All right. Uh, but another movie, a new movie that came out in theaters, I do not recommend, and is Expendables Uh-oh. 4. No! Come on, man! All I have to say is these guys are legends. Okay. They deserve better than the CGI bullshit. Have we gotten so big uh-huh. that we can't go outside and film a background for real? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. As far as, like, the characters, like, everybody didn't, like, the new additions are, like, Megan Fox and 50 Cent. They didn't bother me. The only thing that okay. just kept bothering me was, like, you guys are not really standing where you're standing. Shades of yeah. Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers 3 or whatever? Almost that bad to me. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Green screen <And>, movie. And minor spoilers, uh, Stallone isn't in it as much as I wanted him to be. He's doing Tulsa King. Yeah, he's way better in Tulsa King. He found it in in this one. But Uh, from what I understand, they're supposed to be handing it off to to Statham now. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say they were handing it off to Megan Fox. (laughs) She, 
You know what? This is the second action movie I've seen her in that I was like, she's not that fucking bad in it. But the, yeah. the unbelievable thing is her makeup is flawless. <laughs> Always. After a big fight scene. <laughs> and uh, they also had uh, Tony Ja and Eco, Eco Uwes. Eco Uwes is the main actor from the Raid movies. What's okay. not to like about that, man? Come on. It Lance, the, the CGI... Dude, the CGI Bullets took you CGI out. Blood. I couldn't stop looking at it. I'm like, this, <laughs> we got Jason Statham and Eco Uwes one on one in the fight scene. And I'm just like, uh huh. Ah, look at all the CGI. <laughs> Was it like 64 bit bullets or what? Well, like if, you heard, Brothers? If, if you heard, like my, Duck Hunt. <laughs> if you heard, if you heard, did the dog pop up and laugh at you? <laughs> he might have. Time uh, for some heard, water wire fighting. <laughs> if you heard uh, me and Naz review the first Expendables movie, uh, I think uh, last month. Okay. They did do the CGI thing in there, and it, it 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 does it does bother you, but not as much because the action comes first. Okay. But this one, it just it, everything looked phoned in. Like mm. we're, we're not going to film outside. We're going to film in a in front of a green screen. Oh, that man. sucks. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that new Jason wow. Statham movie, too. Uh, the, the Beekeeper? Yeah, that one looks cool. The Beekeeper! Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do they think of next? Hey, he's not hes not really a beekeeper. Uh, and, and, and you pissed him off. Spoilers! <laughs> he's going to send his bees after you. <laughs> so I do not recommend that one. If I had to give uh, Gran Turismo a score, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow! That's top ten material. Uh, Expendables, I give it a two. Ouch. <laughs> that hurts, Damn. man. And See, I, I do kind of hate watching those movies with guys that I used to really love. Yeah, I know. Because it's sort of just sad. So sad. <laughs> so sad. And uh, real quick, uh, my daughter wanted to watch the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. So we've already seen the first six in the past week. Ooh. Damn. Okay. She is really not a fan of not a fan of certain characters in there. Um, <laughs> Which ones? Do elaborate. Uh, she hates Mia, Jordana Brewster's character. That's she's fair. Gonna have to, she's gonna have to deal with her for a while, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not a big fan of Tyrese's character either. Oh come on! What's not to like about that? He's got some and, redeemable moments in the later ones. Yeah. Comic relief, man. Come on. Yeah. She doesn't find him funny. <laughs> yeah, her favorite characters, that's a killer. Are, her <laughs> favorite characters are uh, Paul Walker and uh, Han. Uh, Han. Is oh, classic. and Han. And Han is probably going to go on to direct some more movies now. Yeah, Dude, Tokyo I, Drift is my favorite one. You, no the, shit. Yeah. Funny you should say that because I asked her because I was like, we're we speeding through these movies super fast and uh mm-hmm. no pun intended done, yeah almost done with the franchise what's your favorite so far and she said the first one in, in tokyo drift yeah are her favorite okay because it so. was like a different movie in the universe but it was like right really just as good and does it make you feel weird when you find out characters real names in movies what do like, you mean 
like and don't breathe when you did the commentary with the binge guys and you found out uh-huh. the the blind the blind man was norm normie norm oh. Nor- nordstrom <laughs> yeah, <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching the, yeah. the fast and furious movies and i just realized uh michelle rodriguez character letty is leticia uh-huh and oh. it just doesn't hit the same as letty yeah <laughs> but it's not as worse as norman nordstrom no, I, like, I would don't say give not. the blind guy a name. Yeah. <laughs> you Im- immediately lose the intimidation factor. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was so mysterious. <laughs> I mean, you you knew there was something to him, but you just didn't know. And they just kept referring to him as the the blind man. And then when you guys did the did the commentary, I think somebody was like, right. Did you know his name was Norman? Norman Nordstrom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's all I got to watch. I was gonna start the 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 fall of the House of Usher based on both of your guys' recommendation because yeah, you've, you've been talking about it. Then Lance messaged me about it, so I'm, I'm gonna start it tonight. Yeah, any Flanagan stuff is worth it. You might you might have a long night ahead of you, Brian. <laughs> that's all I'm uh, gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna get a couple episodes in. We we we're planning on watching Furious Seven or whatever the fuck it's called. That's not the thing. She's <laughs> okay. not under, she's not really understanding the, the the titles as they go on. And I, Most, I don't her, think anybody. I told is. you you're, you're looking too hard into it. Just go with yeah. it. Go yeah. With the flow. Go with they the all flow. sort of blend together after a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I uh, I checked out the uh, VHS. Uh, 1985. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Okay. I wish they had maybe tied it together a little better at the end. But uh, okay. Yeah, that's what AJ kept saying. She said, "Are they going to tie all these together?" But alas, they didn't. Yeah, but like the uh, the the first the first little video where they're out on the boat. And there's oh, like a sniper. Yeah, yeah. That one was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I wish I knew more about that. <laughs> but you do learn a lot more about it, man. A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. Man, you're hard. You're a you're hard to please tonight, Philip. Come on. <laughs> well, no, but it was it was a good movie. I was uh I was pretty impressed with it. It was way better than that last one. Uh we still need to get Pedro on for the uh for the talk about it. Let me, uh, let me text him, see if he's available. You guys carry on. <laughs> well, I that's kind of all I got, man. I I watched that one and uh, sports and work, man. <laughs> Fucking Cowboys, not cool of the week. <laughs> they did Cowboy oh, things. Oh, yeah. Did you get the crying Jordans that Love yeah, Lab was I just kind enough to post and I was kind enough to forward? <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, rough, rough loss, but that's uh, yeah. I, I didn't even know that they well, lost, and I just got the email. I was like, "Why is Lance sending me this?" <laughs> no, that was that was the Cowboys playing like the Cowboys, snatching victory from the jaws of defeat, <laughs> or sn- snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. That's what it is. Or as, or as my as my son-in-law likes to say, that's just the Cowboys doing cowboy things. Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> But what are you gonna do? Hopefully they get better. Well, how many how many Super Bowls have the Texans been in versus the Cowboys? So you know there is that. 
Although the Texans seem to be pulling it together. Uh, in, in Texan sense, sure. <laughs> yeah. They're still not so, going to do anything, but. <laughs> so, so is that it, man? V, VHS yeah, 80. That's, that's all I got, you? dude. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about this house of us here, guys. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, I'm really not sure. I, I, I'm not sure how Flanagan does it. This is possibly the okay. And I, so I started out, you know, you, old TV shows, right? We had like Star Star Trek, which was episodic. We had like Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Um, you know, I guess if you're into that type of thing, Friends, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that phase of TV, and then you started getting into. I don't, I don't know if it was really kind of was it Lost that started it, or was it more like um, what was the one that Jennifer Garner was in where she was the spy? The um, Alias. Yeah, Alias, Alias. Yeah. So yeah, I've that's, never that's seen when, that. I haven't either. Oh wow. Okay, well that's when I you know, started, I know of it. That, that that started like what people call like the new golden age of television, where they weren't doing like episodic story of the week stuff, but they started like. It basically made like, and like the TV show 24, for example, right? Like yeah. it's basically a 24 hour long movie, uh, although with commercials more like 18 or whatever. But anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> if that. Um, I, I, so I started with, with, with Lost. That was the one that kind of got me into the, uh, the serialized TV stuff. And obviously up till now, Breaking Bad has been my favorite of all time. But uh, as much as, you guys have heard me gush about all the other Flanagan stuff. I don't think any of them holds a candle to this, man. This this, this is quite possibly, and this is what I'm going to rewatch several times. And this has got me inspired to go back and read lots of Edgar Allan Poe stuff. But the way that this guy and his team are able to weave all the Edgar Allan Poe stories, all of the Edgar Allan Poe dialogue straight from the books and the poems, it's just seamless. Everything everything fits perfectly. Every character is different enough. It, it, don't get me wrong. All the characters are hateable, but you kind of get to know them and you get to know their redeeming qualities and you start to understand what made these certain evil people do evil things and, you know, the cycle that, that they're trapped in and stuff like that. But uh, in my opinion, this is quite possibly the most beautiful piece of television I've ever seen in, in my life. I've. scenes had me in tears scenes had me yelling at the at the tv there was a little bit of humor in there there were my and and flanagan is great with reusing uh and i don't know if this has a lot to do with how good his stuff is but he works with the same people a lot Mm -hmm. like over and over and over again so this was almost like the culmination of his netflix in fact this show was so good that guys, I just got an email that said your Netflix account is going to be going up to twenty five dollars a month. Jeez. Shocker! Twenty five dollars a month. <laughs> yes. What plan do you have? It's like the super premium that's grandfathered in. All my kids and grandkids are watching it. It's like I'm on the most expensive plan, but yeah. Uh, but here's the thing: he's leaving Netflix and he signed a contract with Prime, and of course, the big rumor is he's going to be doing the Stephen King Dark Tower series. Ooh, I heard um, that that might not be the first thing he does. Yeah, he's doing Life of Chuck, which yeah. is a short story. Well, not a short story. It was a novella. 
that came out a couple of years ago, which was also a King work. But look, this whole show was just an absolute love letter to Edgar Allan Poe. And I don't think that there was one moment that I wasn't completely captivated with everything that was going on. AJ watched it with me. The acid test is that she fucking loved it also. I could not stop watching. This is one of those where like it's 2 a.m. and we're clicking. You want to watch the next one? You want to watch the next one? You want to watch the next one? Yeah. It's eight episodes. It does not overstay its welcome. And every character in it makes perfect sense. Now, what really blew me away, as much as I loved everything that happened, there was some dialogue in the final episode of this that just... I don't know. It, it, Flanagan, I don't I don't think he wrote it in a vacuum because there were like five or six other people on a writing staff with him. I looked at the credits, but they just somehow crystallized everything that's wrong and everything that's right with this country and this world right now. And it did not get heavy handed. So to pull that off without getting heavy handed was I don't know. It's just it's just a masterpiece. It's a work of art. I'll say it now, man. I I, I love beef. Um, I love the bear. I love the Last of Us. There's been some uh, Chucky. There's been some oh, these great. Are shows. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> TV wise, no, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Okay, there. Uh, okay, I'm with you. But there's been some great the bear. <laughs> I walked into that one, <laughs> and that's funny because I was just listening to the geeks review Winnie Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. So how's that? Because um, if you get up with a bear, you, there's going to be some blood involved. I don't know about honey. <laughs> cha ching ching. All right. <laughs> no man, this is a masterpiece. I'm gonna call, I'm calling it now. There's nothing that can rival this for my favorite. TV show of the year. I mean, I'm thinking this may be my favorite television show I've ever seen in in my life. I mean, wow. eight episodes. They kept it neat. They tied it up perfectly. That's true. They left no loose ends. Flanagan, I cannot wait to follow you over to Amazon Prime. I just might have to give up my Netflix membership. Uh-oh. Although we've already got a Prime membership anyway, because AJ does so much shit for work. <laughs> it's yeah. just he's Prime for so. We're not paying for it anyway, but uh, well, man, I cannot say enough about Fall of the House of Usher. I will get it watched and talk about it next week because you had me at Carla Gugino, even though you oh, didn't even say her name. She there, is awesome in this. I am going to hazard a, She's There's two main characters, and she's one of them. How about that, Brian? You see yeah, a I've, lot of her. Now, I've, unfortunately, I've not the, nude. I've seen it because <laughs> you're breaking kind of my shit. heart now. <laughs> I've seen the trailer. I've seen the the usual suspects in the Mike Flanagan movie or TV series. I, I've seen he's even yeah. brought back um, the main girl Abra from uh, Doctor Sleep. She's in there. There, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that this one Brian had every single major or semi-major character in any of his other Netflix shows. I mean, like I recognized every single face in this. Well, maybe so there were a couple of new ones. So it's but, basically uh, the the Flaniverse. It's the Flaniverse. Yeah, I like that. I think we. I think you need to coin that. Yeah, somebody somebody will before I get a chance to. Man, <laughs> it's probably already a thing, and you don't want to know. <laughs> I would. You know what? To watch the, to watch this, I, I I would like to own this when it comes out on DVD. 
I might have to do the old steel book thing if they do a steel book like uh, Nez loves See, to that, do so much. It's a funny thing. Netflix rarely releases their stuff. Well, the only thing re- that. There's a reason for that. There's a $25 a month reason for that. Yeah, the only thing that I own that I know that's been released from Netflix is like a couple seasons of The Stranger Things because they released them in the Ah, collectible like VHS kind of case. That Mm. makes sense. That makes sense. But as far as anything, I think they were originally like when Orange is New Black was coming out, they were releasing Mm -hmm. that, but then they just stopped. I guess, like you said, well, they figured we're pay, making people pay $25 a month. To access it whenever they want, right? That's crazy. I'm paying 15 <laughs> Well, you don't, you, you don't have, you don't have the, the family spread that I have, Brian. <laughs> no, well, they can pay for their own. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see how this Florida thing goes. They, we may have to go in that direction or something, but, uh. Yeah, Weird, man. once you start adding all that shit up, how it comes out to more than cable. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. CBS and then just all access. Thank you. That was my point from the. Oh, beginning. that's right. They got the ball rolling. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I will say, as far as right now with shows and stuff, well, they're Paramount Plus now. They're actually the most I hear about as far as uh, having mm-hmm. the best shows streaming right now. They have a lot. They of do great have some stuff, pretty good man. stuff. Well, you can go on there right now, Brian, and watch the um, the pet the pet cemetery remake. Well, that's that's how. Well, I I have Paramount because it comes with uh, it comes with Showtime now. Yes, it does. But yes, it does. I, I will not partake in Pet Cemetery remake. <laughs> I do just because of my memory of it with. You guys, I do own it right. in Steelbook, but it still has the shrink wrap over it, and it will never be open. <laughs> and it will be worth <laughs> millions. You and this, like, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. I have to own it in Steelbook <laughs> right now. Well, <laughs> I, I talked about it uh, when I was doing 31 Days with, with Nez. Um, I, I, I buy even the bad movies that yeah. we review because it's, these are like memories of... of with you guys it's a collection yeah because mm-hmm. i bought i did we did one um it's it called like don't answer the phone i did that with nez and nez did not like that movie and then i saw <laughs> it was available on blu-ray and i bought it like that week because these are like these are my memories with you guys yeah see i so, I, I halfway think that nez bought that black christmas episode or that black christmas movie just to wave at us i think you're right <laughs> I you might think, be right i think he likes it Legitimately. You really think he likes it? You and Nez sometimes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we you, go. You more so than Nez. Okay. You never enough. can tell. Yeah. I never know when Nez is going to actually hate something. And yeah. with you, I never know when you're going to actually like something. <laughs> I like I like that, man. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. Speaking of which, do we have any news? Any headlines, Brian? Besides yeah, the writer's strike. Uh, writer's strike? No, writer's strike. Sorry. The actor's actor strike. strike. From what I've heard, they're in final negotiations. So hopefully everybody can get back to work. Like there's a shortage of actors. 
Well, yeah, but let I, the little I, guys get a chance. Yeah, because no I, I, I feel no that's kidding. who I feel for is the the, I do too. the smaller actors that that rely on stuff like that. Oh, and did you hear the story about what George Clooney tried to do? No. Okay, so uh, Clooney blesses blesses pee pick and heart, right? His naive pee pick and heart. He uh, he made a proposal. And I think there was like 20 or 40 of like the top tier, uh, most highly paid actors working in Hollywood. And he had a private meeting with them. And he proposed, he said, hey, guys, um, I've got an idea. Why don't each of us take like $4 million of our own money, put it into a pot and pay off all these little actors? I think he was voted down like 38 to 2. Did he call them little actors? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are y'all hearing the, are y'all feeling the irony here <laughs> wow george oh man hey he tried he tried but yeah. he was voted down like 38 to 2 or something like they ain't getting my money <laughs> <laughs> we in america damn it <laughs> all right texas frightmare 2024 news we got some more guests named Oh, very nice. Damn, Roger, coming out Daphne early this year. Yeah, oh, Roger L. Jackson. The okay, voice not Samuel. <laughs> the voice of Ghostface will be a Texas Frightmare. Oh, okay. okay. Samuel's little brother? Yes. <laughs> Marley Shelton. You guys probably best know her. She's been in a ton of movies, but best know her as Officer Judy in the Scream movies. Oh, okay. 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 So it looks like they're they might be putting together a screen panel. Uh-oh. Oh man, that'd be cool. Dude, if Jenna Ortega shows up, things are gonna get nuts. She's way too big now. Yeah. <laughs> can we get a Not... first can we get a first look at her? Oh uh, we might Sorry. We might get her stuff taken down <laughs> for that. Okay. <laughs> uh Freddie Rodriguez. He was in Planet Terror, Six Feet sure. Under. He was, uh, makes me think there might be also a Planet Terror panel because Marley Shelton was also in Planet Terror. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the lovely Misty Wallace is going to be there. And, uh, Joe Dante from such films as Piranha, The Howling, Gremlins, Twilight Zone, The Burbs. Wow. Now that's, that's a legend. That is a legend right there. That, that's gonna he's probably gonna have his own room like Clive Barker did, you know? Oh, I'm sure. The Burbs. We gotta cover that one at some point. Uh, <laughs> maybe a maybe a patron will, will recommend it. We didn't do that one. <clears throat> I don't burbs? think we've done the burbs. So. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's getting Not too much now. I don't even know. Yeah, I gotta get that spreadsheet together, man. <laughs> Tonight we're gonna review our, our second double review after the exorcist so we're like what one month one month in a row now <laughs> we've done two that we've done before ah well it's Patreon That's okay. what are you gonna all do all right let's yeah uh, they, they run the show right let's pull up some news this <clears throat> is i usually try to separate tv and movie but fuck it <laughs> uh let's see i know we got some terrifier three 
news because if you went to see the re-release uh, this past week, they showed the Terrifier 3 tra- uh, teaser only in theaters. Okay. And Terrifier 3 gets an October 25th, 2024 release date. And it looks like it's going to be a Christmas movie. That's Lance. what I heard. That's the rumor I heard. I think I think I heard the geeks talking about that. Okay. Yeah, well, they released a poster today. And okay. He's wearing a Santa Claus suit with uh, well, there a. There you skin. go. Uh, looks like somebody else's face. So. Uh, wouldn't it be great if he wore a Grinch mask in one scene, since he plays the mean one? <laughs> Still got to watch that. Oh, I've already committed AJ to that being one of our Christmas movies. <laughs> so, the Grinch for Lance on that one. No, the mean one. <laughs> oh, the mean one. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Oh, unfortunately, because of the strike, uh, ah. production was shut down on the prequel series for Stephen King's It a series called Welcome to Derry, which was going to be on Max. Okay. Since production was shut down, release date is pushed to 2025. Oh, wow. Wow. Which, from what I understand, Max is kind of hurting for content, Mm -hmm. which might be good for us horror fans because the Salem's Lot movie that had its release date pulled earlier this year, they might just release it to Max because they have no new content to release because of the strike. Oh, no. Good point. (laughs) Wow. And you'll be excited to see Salem's Lot, Phil. James Wan produced. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that <laughs> holds a whole lot of water. <laughs> yeah. uh, is that it for news? Uh, the Last of Us, uh, they're optimistic about the strike. They think season two will begin filming in early 2024. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. Well, we'll see when it actually comes out. Uh, sequel to Fall, Fall 2, is set to begin filming sometime in June. With the third movie already in discussion. <laughs> okay. Which, that's a movie I really wish I'd seen in the theater on the big screen. I know. A lot of people have said yeah, that. Yeah, that makes Ness, sense. Ness said, Ness said he got nauseous or something when he was watching it. That makes sense. I get, like, when I see, like, stupid videos of people, like, trying to jump from building to building or, like, they climb oh, stuff yeah. to take selfies, it, it gives mm-hmm. me that, that weird feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> there or something. Hanging off the edge of a cliff to take a picture. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what hate, are you doing? I hate that so right. much. And they have no harness or parachute or anything. Yeah. And I, I hate to say it, but when you hear them stories oh, wow. of influencer dies hanging from tower yeah trying to take a selfie i mm-hmm. sorry i don't feel bad not a whole <laughs> lot of sympathy huh gotta stop somehow <laughs> let's see you dang influencers don. are messing up my view <laughs> don mancini the creator of chucky teases a crossover between chucky and megan i you knew it was coming I mean, come okay. on. That's going to get weird. It could, <laughs> or it could be really good. Like uh, yeah. the Freddy the Freddy and Jason movie was pretty damn good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that battle? Uh, 
well, Chucky, because he could. We know that. Dembella himself into other bodies and other Chucky that's dolls. Right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but then again, now that I thought about it, Megan could transfer herself into other. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just download herself, right? It'll so. it'll be an ongoing fight, so there'll have to be a sequel. Demons versus robots. I I foresee an army of Megans, right? Like where they just um, mm-hmm. they just downloaded into like you know twenty four different Megan dolls. Oh well, the new one's going to be called Megan Two Point So sure, sure they why they not? upgraded the dolls for some reason. <laughs> I'm sure they did. It worked they so could, well the first time. They can murder you more efficiently now. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see the sequel to Ghostbusters. You were built to dance. <laughs> the sequel Sorry. to Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, is rumored to be called uh, Frozen Empire. And actually, the day of okay. recording this, we shall get a teaser for the movie tomorrow. Okay. Huh. So we'll talk about the teaser next week. That is, that's funny. I was just thinking about Ghostbusters today and wondering if there was another sequel coming out. Yeah, I think it was also affected from the strike. They had to shut down production. But yeah, no doubt. I guess, guess they have enough to show a teaser. So, And lastly, we'll talk about uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. Broke numerous <laughs> records. <laughs> if I can even find my posting. There you go. I think it would, man. Let me guess, Most... they've already announced seven more movies. No, they haven't announced it, but... Okay. But yes. <laughs> Biggest opening weekend for a horror movie in 2023. Oh, come on. Biggest yeah. opening weekend for a Blumhouse movie. Ever? Yeah. Oh, ouch. And I believe the most the most streamed movie on Peacock. Wow. Well, so, and considering it came out on Peacock and the movie theater, and it still had all that shit going on in the theater... Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Pretty impressive, right? Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, there that hasn't officially been announced, but they said uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 2 will kind of fill in those gaps that are seems a lot of our kids had questions about. You know, what about this? Okay. What about that? Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So well, it looks like they got a moneymaker on their hands right there. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't know if I'm excited about it or not, but <laughs> I'm not excited. But uh, yeah, I know. I, I'm ex- I'm excited if my kid's excited. Yeah, oh, there you it's, go. It, 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 it's it it sort of brings horror a little bit to some new people, so yeah. that's kind of cool. And I'm not sure if I read this from one of the people that was involved with the film, but I think they're as they move on with the French, kind of like Harry Potter, how it got a little bit more darker and older. Oh yeah. yeah, That does make sense. Does make sense. So hopefully (laughs) maybe we'll get, get a little bit, well, some gore. Cause I don't think we got a whole lot in the first one. Yeah. Cause they could make that movie pretty scary. I think. Yeah. All right. That's the news. All right, Philip, you ready to go down to the trailer park? Let's go. All right. We're going to go on down to the trailer park. Brian is going to bring us the the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. 
What is the first new trailer <laughs> this week? I'm a riding on my tornado. Woo! <laughs> Uh, well, it looks like we got another movie you can put on your Christmas movie watching list. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> and the movie's called A Creature Was Stirring. Let's see. Uh, synopsis. Excuse me, my dog's trying to mess with my microphone. <laughs> Go mine's, away. Mine, mine's just laying down being lazy right now. Oh, you All can't right. see him. He's behind the pillows. All right. Synopsis. A nurse taking care of her daughter's mysterious affliction struggles to hide her secrets when uninvited strangers take shelter in the house during a lethal blizzard. And this stars the lovely Scout Taylor Compton. Okay. Annalise Basso and Chrissy Metz and this is directed by Damien Lebeck and Lance I think he did that movie um The Cleansing Hour okay with the, with the online you remember the online uh exorcists that were live streaming their their exorcism vaguely oh uh, yeah oh you <laughs> seen like it? that movie vaguely yeah. <laughs> yeah, same director okay that one was it wasn't bad this this one looks fucking awesome I mean, I, I I love the effects that I saw in the trailer. I hope the movie stands up to that. That's exactly what I was thinking when I seen the trailer. I was like, this looks pretty fucking awesome. I yeah. like the premise. I like that the daughter has some mysterious thing wrong with her. And you got these people that are basically forcing their way in to stay because of this blizzard. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you going to let me down, movie? Yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what the premise is. but Right? Well, I'm, it I'm looks like to see. there's some obviously something wrong with the daughter. They didn't show yeah. the daughter. They showed okay. somebody putting on boxing headgear to go into a sealed off room. That and then has there was some potential. kind of monster thing at the end. I was like, what the hell uh -huh. is this? Might be the daughter. Might be. That's what I'm wondering, too. Or Maybe is she... the daughter even really sick? Or is it one of these where the mom's convincing her she's sick? I don't know. It's yeah. one of those evil elves that like uh, steals the children and like replicates them or whatever, and so something's like incubating inside of her. Ah, that could be. Yeah, could be. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to go with the. She's some kind of monster because in the in yeah. the trailer there was like some kind of tunnel through the snow. Mm-hmm. So that's what evil well, elves do. That's what I've heard. <laughs> that's what they tell me. <laughs> Alright. So it looks like we're all somewhat interested in watching this movie. Oh, I'm all in, yeah. yeah I I'm love curious. the trailer. I'm well, yeah, I know so, you, you totally interested. Lance, you gotta you gotta mix it up from the Hallmark movies. So yeah, no Oh kidding. yeah. Oh yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That one counts. <laughs> and I, like I told Lance, I'm not doing thirty one or twenty five. I'll do twelve. Twelve days of Christmas, Philip. You that gonna do it with sense. us? Will you do it with us? Probably not. But no, oh, come on, dude. Rose, Rose will. Doesn't Rose like Christmas movies? Maybe I'll think about it. Uh, all right, think it through, man. We'll talk next week. I feel like Rose has a set of Christmas movies she only watches. For me, <laughs> it's uh, for me, it's Elf. It's uh, Elf. It's uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and. After that, I kind of run out of ideas. I need some more ideas here. Yeah, mine are watch Elf every year. 
Mine is Christmas Vacation and Scrooge. Ah, Scrooge. That's a classic. That's a good one, but it's not my favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite Bill Murray movie. But uh, ah, as far as Christmas movies go, why not, right? I like Scrooge. Gremlins is a good one. Gremlins is a good one. Scrooge is good because Bill Murray's such an asshole in that movie. But he's stapling (laughs) stapling the... What is it? He's trying to staple... uh, Antlers on a mouse. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because the the production guy is like, the glue glue's not working. I tried super glue and it doesn't work. And he's like, did you try staples? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A creature was stirring... I'm assuming this is VOD, uh, okay. December 12th. Uh, hopefully it'll be on Shutter yeah. or something. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. yeah. And that's, a, that's all I could find for horror-related trailers. There was a trailer right. for the new Marvel series, Echo, which looks fucking awesome. Haven't seen that yet. Do you remember the character from Hawkeye, the Native course, American yeah, girl? Yeah, of course. She of was course. Deaf. Yep. It's going to be Marvel's, uh, as far as their series, their first TV MA rated series oh i haven't even started loki yet if they and in the in the trailer for echo you see people get shot in the head and necks broken oh shit and on on disney plus yeah well they're gonna release it disney plus and hulu okay i'm in i get it bundled so it doesn't matter yeah i mean i think most people do (laughs) <laughs> and uh, of course, Vincent D'Onofrio's back as Kingpin, and it looks like nice. Netflix Kingpin. Like it's more, like he's more vicious, like the Netflix version. Yeah, I like so, it. I like okay. it. So I, I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, it, for all we know, it could be bad, but the trailer definitely sold me. Probably more than the uh, the Marvels movie. I might talk about that next week. We might be doing a we haven't done a family movie trip with the whole family and Yeah. We might be doing that. I'm not excited for it. I still want to watch it, but it's not like high on my list. Yeah. Uh, okay, I I I'm, got about I'm gonna, zero interest. <laughs> no, I I'm going to be the the polar opposite, guys. I'm like super excited for it because I'm going through Marvel withdrawal, Marvel movie withdrawal right now. What was the last thing we 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 got? Wasn't it uh, uh, Guardians? Yeah, that was a long. Oh, yeah, I guess in the movie t- theaters. That was a long fucking time ago. Well, <laughs> I mean. They had to they had to pull back because of the quality. That's of what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. We're not used to this. We should have, by now, we should have at least had one more Spider-Man movie. No. Uh, Too soon. The last one kind of sucked, Brian. No, it didn't. I'm fucking with you. You know I loved it on the second watch. I think they need to dump it all and then wait a couple of years and start over. Well, that's what the strikes do. You got the (laughs) X-Men coming, like it or not, so. Well, that's what I'm waiting for. Are they coming? They are. Guarantee. Guarantee when, it. When, Lance? Yeah, it's, it's they bought you've been like, like half when, a decade. When do those, okay. <laughs> what are those weird contracts that they've got where like they would still have to use the actors from the old ones? Is that 2025? No, I, I don't think that's true. Or unless that's Is that what, an cause, urban legend? Because I heard. Somebody Dead, correct us on this. Whoever's listening, correct us. I heard us. Deadpool 3 is supposed to be like Deadpool kills the, the Fox Marvel universe. So <laughs> I know a lot, a lot of those <laughs> characters are going to be here. 
A lot of oh, those characters are coming back that. from there. Okay. Yeah, that's what they need to do. That's it. Genius. That's the that's the Marvel movie I'm anticipating. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll go watch that one for when sure. Is that you got, one you got Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine in the yellow suit. When nice. is that? When is that one coming out, Brian? Uh, I think it got pushed to July or something okay. like that. Oh God! Please, please don't push it back anymore. Because a lot of people think it's going to be Fox. He kills the Fox universe because there, so there, a set picture of a, a broken Fox logo was there, and Jen, what's her Man. name, Jennifer Gardner is coming back as Elektra, which makes people think Ben, <laughs> ben Affleck, Affleck! Back, is coming back as Daredevil. <laughs> okay. And basically, whoever was a Fox Marvel character, Deadpool is going to murder all of them. I can't wait. Well, that's kind of what he does. Do it now, please. God, we need this movie. In some kind of multiverse way, that's uh, that they'll end up bringing him into the the MCU. But they said oh, Deadpool three will be rated R. They for and today the director well, it fucking the, better be. The, yeah. The, the director of the Blade uh, the Blade reboot. Uh huh. The he said. He could confirm that that's going to be rated R also. Oh, man. Yeah, I think we're going to get some good stuff, guys. I have faith. I have faith. In I, the heart. I have I have faith if they're going to pull back and not dump so much on us all at once. You can you can have all these characters, man. but they all don't need a show or a movie. You know what? Dump, them. I, I, dump away, guys. Dump away. I'll watch them all. I, I am going through serious Marvel withdrawal right See now. See what I'm saying, Phil? I just I never know what this is. You're not you're not excited for Aquaman too? Because I am. Because I, I heard don't watch I those. heard I heard Jason Momoa was drunk on set. So oh really? I'm I'm, I'm interested to see That's this funny. now. So did they have to reshoot a bunch of shit for Amber Heard? No, they just Ooh. cut some of her scenes short. Ouch. Oh, okay. Ouch. From what I, from <laughs> oh! what I heard, from what I heard um, she's hardly in the movie. I'll bet fucking Captain Jack Sparrow runs her through. I'll bet she <laughs> jumps up onto the fucking ship. Captain Jack Sparrow pulls out his sword and goes, Alas, ye ho! <laughs> did, did you shit in me, Jen? <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. Wouldn't I would totally great? watch that. I'd Wouldn't go see the movie just for great? that. <laughs> Disney could do it, right? No, no. no. See, never mind. God. Warner Brothers. All right. Mixing Studios. You were really getting me excited there for a minute, Brian. No, you See? got yourself excited. <laughs> you were that Aquaman in DC. Warner Brothers. All right. Listen to right. feedback. Oy. Listen to feedback. Uh, this week, we're going to shine the podcast spotlight on Spooky Sips. Do you love horror movies? Shows and all things spooky. Join three ladies as we dive into horror movies old and new and sip on some yummy spirits along the way. New Why episodes not? are released every two weeks. All right. Yeah. Spooky sips. Check them out. And uh, since we're covering three films this week, listener feedback will return next week. But we got to give a shout out to Steve Carlton from the Geeks for our logos and stuff. Um, our original skull artwork from Natsulani. And please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll bring you more shows like this one where you get to pick the movies for a show at any amount. 
And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. And come on and hang out with us. And we were doing a dollar thing. I don't know if it's still going, but nah, if you get dude, in quick. Give us what you can. Give what you can. Give what you can. Give till it... <laughs> I'm going to go full minister mode here. Give till it hurts. Give till it hurts. That? Is that what the ministers say? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right on to featured attractions uh this week we salute our super patron jeff larimore who's been with us since day one uh with his so hey you know he's got some tolerance uh <laughs> with his Ryan three picks pops up in my head the one where he's <laughs> like but why <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> Or like uh, when Tom, Tom Savini did his, his sounder for us, he says, and you're listening to, and I don't know why, The Horror Returns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, his three picks are The Initiation from 1984. I'm pretty sure, although we'll have some discussion on that uh, as to whether right. or not we watched the right movie. Uh, <laughs> Hol- <laughs> I think so, Holy man. Spider and Candyland. Uh, we'll start with the initiation from Uh, an amnesiac sorority member who has been plagued by a recurring nightmare is also uh, is stalked alongside other co-eds by a killer in a deserted department store where they are competing in a hazing ritual. Uh, directors are Larry Stewart and Peter Crane. Uh, writer is Charles Pratt Jr., also known for All My Children and The Young and the Restless. That Before the initiation begins... The subjects are studied. Even their dreams are recorded. Before the initiation begins, the testing areas are selected. The sorority house, the sanitarium, the empty shopping mall. And just before the initiation begins, a toast is required. Being young, staying young, and dying young. Each night, uh, each night shoot at the location would have to be done in 12-hour increments. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, the initiation. This was, because there's a couple of different initiations out there. Are but there? this is definitely the one that, that Jeff Larimore picked. I believe he said 1984. Okay, 1984 it is. Lance, what did you think about it? <laughs> well, we, we have reviewed this movie before. We, yeah. We've confirmed that. So we did The Exorcist twice, and now we're doing this one twice. So, But it's worth it, man. This was, a, this was a fun little movie. So I couldn't figure out if this was supposed to be a an 80s nerd comedy like Revenge of the Nerds uh, or like uh, Animal House or something <laughs> like that. Or Almost. is this supposed to be a slasher? Um, it's, I, I will let you know that my wife is the the master of figuring movies out, and she had this one figured out about halfway through. Although there was a twist she didn't see, 
Um, we're, we don't do spoiler alert here, so I am a little confused. At the end, was it twins? It was twins, right? Yes. Yeah. But there was nothing to indicate that anywhere early in the movie. That there I were thought twins. that, too. I was girls. like, oh, they pulled that out of left field. In the flashback, you see the girl stabbing her. Oh. And then the mother runs up, or stabbing the the, the father. And okay. Wait, so, no, I'm getting confused. You see the girl stabbing the the lover. Okay. That was in bed with the okay. Mother, and sure. The mother, sure. And then the the father walks in, and they fight, and they catch it. He catches on fire, and the yep. mother runs and grabs a girl. Okay. And runs out the room. I took it as there was two girls in the room. Oh, oh. well, then you figured it out from the beginning, Brian, because I, I I I I don't know. I caught the the father and the lover at the beginning, but I didn't catch the other girls. So okay, cool. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it was it, it was definitely a fun watch. You know, I mean, how much fun can you have inside of a a shopping mall that looks like a Four Seasons hotel? Yeah, <laughs> is that really how the, like, is that place still around? It I is. No, I don't remember I seeing it. it. Ever. Yes, I googled it. It's still there. Yeah. So yes, it is. It's not a place <laughs> I ever went to. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys because uh, I would like to go see this shopping mall that looks like a. Fancy hotel with multiple floors. Like 10 stories high. Like how many floors do you need? (laughs) It's like the Galleria, but on steroids, right? Yeah. So uh, the one part of this movie that got me, Brian, thinking about you and and your stupid people alert. was the. Well, there were several. But the part where the one that really stuck out to me was the one where. So, okay, we've got. Literally, as you guys said, 10 stories of individual small stores that have lots of cubby holes and hidey holes and places to hide behind clothing and, and whatnot. And once they know the killer's out there and coming after him, she's like, hey, I've got an idea. So we already know the security guard's been murdered, so there's no one in the, in the, in the entire mall to provide security. Why don't you go hide in the middle of the fucking mall in the dead center in the brightly lit <laughs> security desk and see what happens? Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I did I did enjoy the the early scenes like the um costume party. That was like B movie schlock, like eighties, you know, fun time stuff. Um or they had the, the dancing guy- montage. The dancing montage, <laughs> the dude dressed up as a full-size penis. It was yeah. pretty funny. That was a pretty damn good costume, I have to admit. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it, it was a fun movie. There was a lot to like about it. You know, you've got the... Um, I, can, I can guarantee you guys that um, there's, there's no way that this film did not influence a particular uh, season of American Horror Story. Of course, I'm talking about Asylum. Because I don't know about you guys, but I have had, you know, visits to state hospitals because I've had family members that I've had to visit before. And I can assure you that there's not people like doing this in unison and going, oh, well, you don't you don't have the you don't have the groundskeeper guy leading it. That's why. (laughs) Who you come to find out is also a patient. 
to make well, one of the patients get to be the groundskeeper. Okay, Philip, you can speak to that because you worked in a prison, and they do put those guys to work, right? Yeah, so when they called him a trustee, I guess maybe he was a trustee at the hospital. I assume trustee from, like, a prison. Right. But, yeah, maybe he was a patient and was just, like, a trustee. That so makes you, sense. you give him sharp objects to work with? <laughs> maybe not of, just so much. It's a lot of trust in that trustee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. How does that hearing look? He walks in the room and you're like, oh, no, don't trust you. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. It was a fun fun movie. I I like the fact that they had it in very distinct acts. I like the fact that you started out at the, you know, the sorority house. You know, you you definitely got your your tit shots. They definitely did not shave down there in the 80s. That's that's for sure. (laughs) And, uh, you know. You you got the you got the mall scenes at the end, so not not a lot of bad things to say about this movie. It was kind of a fun watch. I I I don't know if I can remember what I gave it the first time I watched it, but uh, it's definitely not a movie that I hated. It was fun to watch. All right, all right, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I had fun with this. I think I had fun with this last time. Um course you know uh what's her name daphne zuniga princess uh, vespa Vespa. uh the other recognizable guy i saw was uh clue gallagher from uh, return of the living dead he's the guy that owned the medical supply shop okay yeah and it was the dad in this one right well come to find out it was not or well the dad Mm -hmm. (laughs) The, the, the the new dad yes yes um i liked the little twist they threw in there with the with the it being the the twins and stuff like that, I thought the kills were mm-hmm. pretty decent. You had a lot of goofy characters. A lot of the, a lot of the guys, other than the the doctor, was fucking hella goofy. <laughs> yeah, like that were. one guy that just wanted to fuck throughout the whole movie. They were a bunch of stupid yeah. teenage kids, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm talking true. about the I'm talking about the the main guy. I think he went to the costume party dressed. I don't know if he was a S and M guy or or like a wrote, barbarian or something. Gladiator. Barbarian, gladiator, <laughs> extra from uh, Road Warrior, or something. I don't know. What it was. <laughs> and he probably weighed about 83 pounds, dripping wet, right? Yeah, but I I think I, I felt like they did a good job of making us think it was the, the real father the whole time and mm-hmm. not even ever throughout the movie that you would even think that it was a twin. So that, that definitely made it a good twist because if you didn't think it was the father, you thought it was her. Sure. Well, I thought for sure after that one scene where she you know, hug the the guy ran up to hug her and she stabbed him. I thought, okay, this is a split personality thing, especially with all yeah. the mirrors, you know, the imagery of the mirrors throughout mm-hmm. the movie. But Brian, if you're saying that they did kind of give us a clue in that flashback, I missed it. Well, no, they didn't. That's just how I justified it. Okay. That they, her, her memories coming back was not of her stabbing someone. It was her seeing her sister stab someone. Ah, yeah, so it was like from a first got person. It. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's a little bit more clever then than even I thought it was at the end, because I thought that was kind of a neat twist. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, it would have oh, been oh. nice to have maybe another clue somewhere along the way, but yeah, then they would have given it away. 
Right. Yeah. We can't have that. Overall, I had fun with it. Uh, it's it's a good rewatch. And uh, talking about physical media, I, I will be mm-hmm. picking up. This is on Blu-ray, so it will be added to the collection. Oh, okay. nice. I'm surprised you don't already have it. No, no shit. I thought you had three <laughs> copies. I totally, I totally <laughs> forgot we talked about this movie before. Uh-huh. I did, too. It didn't click until I looked up. I was like, hey, wait a minute. I know that girl. Yeah, and I looked her right. up, and I was like, oh, that's Princess yeah. Vespa. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching a movie, and I'm oh, like... wait, I've seen this. <laughs> I'm watching a movie, and I'm thinking I'm just figuring stuff out. And then when the, yeah. the twist happens, I'm like, did we do this movie before? And I had to pull oh, out my little yeah. fist. What, what, what got me was the minute they showed the shopping mall, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go again. Double... Double reviewing the same movie, but that's okay. And well, I, and it, so, it sort of takes them a minute to get to that whole shopping mall scene because that's it does, I think that's cool, where cool. that's when I picked it up because yeah. it, it, I had a little inkling. I'm like, have I seen this movie before? Nah, I don't think I remember this. And then when they got to right. the mall, I was like, oh, we definitely watched this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now I'm remembering. I think we did that episode with Marcy and Bead. Oh really? I think it was, was a year in horror mall? episode. I think it was a year in horror episode. That may, yeah, the year in horror '84, oh, right? That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking too. Is that it was um, one of those which we're about to get to re-uploading within the next year, hopefully. <laughs> when we're yeah, time so re-uploads. So listen to that. Listen to this one, and then if you want to see our yeah. probably completely different views on the film, go listen right. to the other review. Yeah, one one of us will give it an eight this time, and it, when you go back and listen, they gave it a two type thing, right? <laughs> bah, that's, that's a pretty good possibility. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, but yeah, I had I had a lot of fun with this one too. Um. And it's weird that I didn't really remember watching it until halfway through it. I mean, there's a bunch of movies like that. We watch a lot of movies, but sure. You know, it, obviously it's not super memorable. <laughs> yeah. And but, sometimes a, a slasher movie is just a slasher movie. Yeah. Especially you know? a slasher movie from the eighties in a mall. I mean, there's <laughs> at least a half top, a dozen of those. Mall, et cetera, <laughs> right. I did like that. He was, trying to mix it up it wasn't just stabby stabby yeah true <laughs> yeah there was an arrow there was a fucking the hell was that the guy that would when he finally had sex with a quote-unquote virgin until we oh, heard her sad or, sad story yeah when the movie got super dark yeah that <laughs> was when bizarre. she was 12 i was like oh, yeah bringing Ooh. me down movie yeah especially rough, since man. That had no relation to anything else in the plot. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. Times, it have, is. <laughs> times have changed because back then you get made fun of being a virgin. Now you get made right. fun of uh, what? What do the young people say? How many bodies you have? Oh, Body count. Well, I haven't heard that one yet. But uh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> you dang kids and your body counts. And all your anal sex. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, why I, but yeah this anyway. is why i always th- this Fun is why movie. i was always hoping that 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 my grand that at least one of my granddaughters would be lesbian so i wouldn't have to worry about a pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> there's still hope for them yet they're young <laughs> yes i know that's true they're still exploring they're still exploring they still got college to go through Right. 
<laughs> That's when all the lesbians come out. <laughs> Warriors come out and play. Yay. None, of, none of this movie, though. There was a lot of uh, casual walking around nude, jumping in showers. <laughs> yeah. I guess they had a system because no one ever turned off the showers. They would just walk out and somebody would walk right in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that not how that goes? <laughs> I would like conserve, to think. Conserve yeah. water, right? Uh, all right. So scores on this one. Lance, what do you think? Uh, six. Eight? No, oh, six. Oh, I thought you were going to get eight. An eight. No, come on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun, man. I liked it more than I did. And it, it, it was no masterpiece, man. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> and go back and listen to our other show. Maybe I gave it an eight then. But uh, um, I mean, it I was fun. It was fun as hell. It was definitely fun, but uh, come on, guys, this was no masterpiece. It was it it was a it was a great movie to watch. I love the twist ending. I, I I almost feel guilty giving it only a six, since Brian did explain. You know, if you just figured out when she got hooked up to that little dream monitor, that um, when she was dreaming that she did see the other person doing it, not her. Yeah, you know, maybe that would have added to my score, but I liked it more than I didn't, Jeff. I liked it more than I didn't. Fair enough. Brian, what do you think? I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give it a seven. I thought it was a fun 80s slasher movie with a little bit of humor in there. Like I said, it did get dark. I thought it was a fucking comedy halfway through, man. (laughs) Yeah, but that was mostly the the frat guys were completely... In the movie. I think the other the only serious men in there were were the parental figures or the the one doctor who well, was not well he wasn't even a doctor he was a teacher's aide or something experimenting. <laughs> right. People. What about the security guard with his creepy mustache. Oh, he was fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. He had the country music going. He was drinking the generic beer, listening to Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> it's just. A, Oh, okay, six and a half. God damn it! Just for the fucking security guard, his stupid mustache and his generic Uh-oh. beer. <laughs> is that what and we're And god doing? damn it, it was definitely Texas. There is no doubt that a lot of these extras that they picked were definitely those were Texas accents. So you know what? Just for the fact that the director took the time to make it as realistic as possible, as far as the act. You know what? I honestly thought. That the Sawyer family was going to show for the bowl of chili at, at some point. That's uh-huh. how Tex. That's how Texas this movie was. So uh, six well, and a half. Six and yeah. a half. I thought I'm you already... had to go up to an eight. Uh, you know what? Uh, I go, go seven and a half just for. There Texas. you go. There you go. <laughs> they were filming at a Dallas shopping center, but they kept referencing Houston. So and they were, and he was wearing a University of Texas T-shirt, which is located in Austin. Yeah. So, quick geography lesson for anyone who doesn't live in Texas. They're trying to cover some ground in this movie. Um, I'm going to go, well, shit, I was going to be right in the middle. I'm going to give it a six and a half also. Nice. All right, cool. We all liked it more than we didn't. Yeah, I think it was a, it was a typical slasher movie, but they had a cool twist that you kind of mm-hmm. didn't see coming. And um, I like the, uh, the schlocky comedy that they threw in there. I thought that kind of made it unique. So, and uh, what's in Daphne Zuniga, if I'm pronouncing it, the Princess Vespa, she's pretty good in it. So, yeah, I know she was in a lot of uh, 
uh, I don't know a lot, but she was in quite a few horror movies uh, around this time. Mm-hmm. So kind of makes me want to go check out other ones she was in. Yeah, she's got some talent, man. She's not not a bad actress. All right. So the initiation. Uh, next, we'll move on to Holy Spider 2022. Uh-huh. Uh, a journalist descends into the dark underbelly of the Iranian holy city of Mashhad uh, as she investigates the serial killings of sex workers by the so-called spider killer who believes he is cleansing the streets of sinners. Uh, director is Ali Abbasi, also known for the TV show The Last of Us. Uh, writers Ali Abbasi, um, Afshin Kamran Bahrami. الان نمیدونم این قاتل انگه بودی میگن چیه اصلا به خودم فقط شنیدم و شش هفت ماه دنبالش هم خب اصلا گیرش نمیار چطوره که شما هنو سر نخی پیدا نکرد؟ Brian, what do you think about uh, Holy Spider? I have never seen this. I've heard of it. I've seen it. Sorry, that's my dog. I've seen. Okay. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen the movie. I think pop up here and there on different streaming platforms, but never was really interested in watching it because I don't think I ever knew what the, what the movie really was. Yeah. So going into this, I knew nothing about it. I didn't know. I didn't read a synopsis. Anything. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it because at times it was the story was kind of straightforward as to who the killer was. We didn't have to go through this whole mystery of that. And then other times it wasn't as straightforward. It kept me guessing. Like when the movie started, I thought the main girl in the beginning. Uh oh. We might lose Lance. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Had to grab a Scooby snack for this one. Um, I was saying, uh, Lance, I was saying basically how there was times when the movie didn't, ha- I didn't have to guess that it was pretty straightforward, like with who the killer was and what his motivations was. But then other times, like when the movie started, I thought this was the main girl we were going to follow through the movie. Yeah, me too. And Talking about the, the detective? No. no, the girl at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They the crack did the head. scream thing a little bit. There. They kind of they kind of make you get invested in her life to show you right. she's getting ready to go out on the street. She's, you know, getting high. When she's getting dressed, you see bruises all over her body. Right. You see she has a kid. You get you introduced to all these things about her, and then she gets murdered like 10 minutes into the movie, and then you're, okay, this is not who we're following. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you get introduced to who we're actually following. And then I thought she did a phenomenal job throughout the movie uh, playing this character 
which I think this was based off true events that happened around a certain time a yeah, few years ago. Ooh, yeah, that's a creepy thought. And just her investigation and having to deal with, you know, being a woman and, you know, not being taken seriously. And then when the guy and then what kind of just blew me away when the guy got caught, he was not afid at all for what well, he, you know he believed in what he did, and he had people supporting right. him mm-hmm. and then what blew me away even more is how delusional this guy was that he's actually having conversations that aren't really happening, like that whole jail scene at the end when mm-hmm. he thought the 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 higher ups were coming in and telling mm-hmm. them that this look man this is how we're going to break you out and we're going to have a car waiting for you and then it cuts to the scene of him holding his hand out like he's shaking someone's hand but there's nobody there mm-hmm. right and i thought that scene was just crazy to where they're about to hang him and he's like where's the car what's going on and everybody <laughs> kind of like we don't know what you're talking good, and i really thought it, i really guy. thought it was i really thought it was going that way because when the reporter was like he was supposed to get his 100 lashes right and they went in and they faked that whole thing and i'm like okay they're really about to break him out and that's not how it went and i just thought this was a phenomenal movie from start to finish i do need to watch it again because like i've said many times i i kind of get some of the dialogue lost and subtitles because i'm yeah. watching what's going on and not looking down below mm-hmm. so this is a movie i'd definitely check out again i thought i thought it was a great pick yeah uh probably more thriller than horror yeah. crime uh, Mystery well, I mean, it's kind of like Seven or yeah. Silence of the Lambs, you know? It's in that territory, yeah. right? That makes sense. Like crime yeah. crime thriller. Mm-hmm. But I like mean, true life stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I, I, I it, it's from our friends over at the Nightmare uh, Junkhead podcast. They like to use the word horror adjacent. Yes. Yeah, there was some yes. horror, horrific things going on in here. And yeah. he's, a, the, he's a serial killer, you know? Mm. So... And he had quite a fucking body count, huh? No shit. See, yeah, he said 16. Well, yeah, half, halfway the, through the movie, it was already up to 10. What did he say? 16 sinners, but it could have been 17, but the coward got away or something like that. Yeah, I was waiting to see. <laughs> oh, oh right. that was her. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Lance, what'd you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm with Brian, man. I mean, this was, this was a well-made movie. It was... Uh, Man, you talk about dark, dirty, and gritty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, um, and it's kind of it's kind of bizarre because I don't know. There were a lot of scenes like the one where she was in the the restaurant and she offered to buy the one girl a sandwich because um, mm-hmm. she was trying to learn more from the ladies of the street. Because someone had suggested earlier, you know, why don't you pick one of them to kind of like act as a um, um, what, what what was the word they used? Again, Deep we're dealing boy. with some. Yeah, like a decoy to kind of, you know, try to lure this guy in or whatever. And then they like also had some scenes I noticed where it was kind of like um, a fake out. Like they had her looking around trying to like looking at the city streets. And then you see a guy go by on a motorcycle, but it was a totally different guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, the guy, it's, he's, it, it's just bizarre. It's like all these serial killers, they have a family and they're like so sweet to the family. You know, but you did notice when that kid hit him in the head with a soccer ball, I thought that little kid was about to get strangled. Yeah. 
he they were would, in the he, park playing. He would, the way he was moving, he would have never <laughs> caught that kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm, so I'm, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this. A lot of people was, say, "What's real, that, Brian?" Real, real quick question: Was that not his wife? Because they didn't live together, did they? She was a lot hotter than the than the whores. That's for damn sure. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they were all like fucking. No, I, I was just confused because it seemed like the wife and kids were never home. Never. And maybe that was part of his, you know, uh, narrator. Because it kind of seemed really like there was on. something going on. Because maybe I'm just looking more into it. But like when he goes to her family's, that seemed right. like he goes to her parents' house for dinner. Mm, the sure. father clearly does not like him. Because he can't yeah. take his eyes off him. And I wonder mm-hmm. if it's because of their living arrangements. Maybe. Because it just kind of felt like yeah. maybe maybe the kids came around when she had to go to work or something. Okay, so this plays into what I, the point I was going to make was that, like, um, okay, so really, like, even though it's a totally different culture than America... It's 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 kind of like almost like we all do things the same way. Like you have the the sandwich shop that the hookers are coming into, and as much as the society that that particular society in general, we could go on forever. And I do not want to turn this into a political podcast, but at least women have gained some rights here that they haven't in countries like this. And there there there's a lot of similarities, right? I mean, people are going to sin. People are going to enjoy the things they're going to enjoy, whether it be, you know, opium, uh, alcohol, hookers, whatever. And they're always going to try to hide it. Right. So they're going to like, I've got this perfect family and I'm this super religious person. And yet I fucking kill people. You know, it's like the the similarities, I think, are much closer than the differences are like from one culture to the other. But I do think it's kind of interesting in that I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard a rumor that like, d- did you mention it in trivia? Is that where I read it, Philip? That they the they had to change the lead actress because yeah, the first one she was afraid to act without a hijab. Yeah, and I mean that's bullshit, dude. I mean, ah uh, man, well, didn't I don't, they have a girl that just what, got killed over there for that? That's so. a big deal. Like there were yeah. yeah, there was somebody who got killed by the morality police and i noticed they mentioned that a couple of times so yeah yeah it's like in this the scene when she got to the the hotel in the beginning some of her hair was out and he was like cover your hair Mm -hmm. and then he brought up the morality police and she was just like that's that's why i liked her character because she was just like basically cover my hair shut the fuck up get my room Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she she was like a fucking hard boiled detective. She she was yeah, a great character. Yeah, and they were giving her the business until she was like, "Hey, I'm a journalist." And then they were like, "Oh, you know what? We got your room ready." That error yeah, was right. <laughs> yeah, imagine he the, that. He did, the, he did the fake <laughs> typing on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh. <laughs> "We've all seen that before." Kind of like Tim Curry in Home Alone too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he looks like the Grinch. Um, yeah, no, this was, uh, this was a really good movie, just fucking dark and dingy and beautifully filmed. I mean, it was, uh, incredibly you know, well shot. And you know where it, it, it continued to get dark? When she watched that video of her interviewing his son and he was like, people asked, am I going to continue my father's work? And he was yeah. just like, wait and see. Yeah. Wow. Boy. If that doesn't and then, keep you up at night, he, nothing then will. Then he demonstrated how his father killed the women using his little sister. 
Yeah, that was creepy as hell. And then it well, the fact that everybody was like, "Yeah, he was doing a good thing." Was yeah, the the, the wife was was all for it because yeah. he he was, mm-hmm. he was cleansing, cleaning up the streets. Right, yeah. the cop the cops will be happy with it because you're keeping the street clean. They don't give a damn. Yeah, I mean this this does have a lot to say about that culture and how repressive it is, but. I don't know. I was kind of looking at it as a mirror to our society here because, you know, in some ways, like, we, you know, women have got a lot more rights here and stuff like that. But in in some ways, they're kind of, you know, treated the same way. Like, when's the last time we had a female president? I really need to shut up. <laughs> I don't want to go on political tangents here. Well, if you're it's a just, sex there's worker, so many double standards, I, I support you. you. I, I, I know I've known a couple. And. That's that's what you choose to do, and you're not hurting nobody, hurting yourself, then it's your body. Yeah, I would. All right, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not go there. So why did he choke all of them with the neck, the scarf, or whatever? Did y'all? I didn't pick up on that. Was that just his modus operandi, or what? Yeah, I think it was just his thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, because one of them tried to like. Uh, I don't know. He didn't want one of them to touch him or something. Right. Oh, the one that called like, him Fuzzy Bear. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I thought that one was gonna get away because she was uh-huh. she showing her showing her stuff to him and he was yeah. just like ah. <laughs> and never go after the big ones again. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say she might get actually kick his ass. <laughs> he kind of got lucky on that one, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a this this was a good pick, man. This was um it's a lot to think about. And I'm I'm with you, Brian. This this one's worth worth a rewatch for sure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of, you know, challenging for us sometimes to keep up with the subtitles, especially when it's that different of a society. So, if I'm watching a movie with and maybe it's just because I know quite a bit of Spanish and some of that's because of my family, but if I'm watching a movie in Spanish, Sometimes I can just watch the movie and just kind of hear the words. And even though every third or fourth word I don't understand, I catch enough of it that I kind of know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But with this one, like the language is so different from what we're, we're used to in the Western world. You know, mm-hmm. like like if it's a European language or Spanish or something like that, I think it's a lot easier for us to relate to. But this particular movie, I just kind of. I, I did have that problem with that myopia where I kept having to look at the subtitles it, and there were, there was a lot of, there was a lot of talking in this movie. This, yeah. this so movie could have, have this movie could have been in English with subtitle English subtitles. And I still would have looked at it. Yeah. They were talking I, fast too. <laughs> I can't, I can't help it. I just, even if I don't need the subtitles, I'm still, my eyes still, what are these words down here flashing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um boy man, between this one and the next movie we're gonna talk about, there's definitely some common themes. <laughs> yeah. A lot that's of why, um, that's, that's why those two wanna, paired together make sense. Yeah, that's right? why I wanna know where did where did the first movie come from? Yeah. Uh, just to give us a uh, I, I, it, maybe we should have watched it in the middle to be like the sorbet. The, oh. the palate cleanser. I, don't I know. watched it last. Did you? Yeah. And I was like is this the right movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all talking about the same movie, so I think it yeah. was the right one. Um, yeah, no, I I agree with what you guys said, man. It was uh, it was it was very gritty and dirty, 
um, a really cool, like, uh, sort of a crime drama, except you knew who done it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but which I, I thought kind of added to it. It was just a, it was a cool, like, almost documentary style film. Yeah, which that's I true, enjoyed. man. A lot of, yeah, it looked very realistic in certain parts, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, too realistic. Yeah, and it had some, definitely some creepy moments towards the end with the kid who's going to possibly carry on his father's work. The family but, uh, tradition. Yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a trip, man. <laughs> and I never would have watched this movie otherwise. Yeah, so, I, I was, never even heard of it. I never even heard of it, honestly. All right. Uh, Brian, what do you think about scores? Eight out of ten. I thought All it right. was a solid story, solid acting. Um I was invested in the characters. I was invested to see if she would get closer to catching him. And then I was invested in him to seeing if he was going to get caught because he, as ruthless of a killer he was, he was very fucking sloppy with the way he did everything. Was yeah. that on purpose, though, to an extent? Maybe Some of it. Did he want to get caught, maybe? I don't think he wanted to get caught because when... She got away when she became the decoy, mm-hmm. and she went to his house, and she ended up uh, having an altercation with him and getting away. Mm-hmm. He curled up in a little fetus and cried mm-hmm. on his bed because he knew he fucked up, and it was done. Uh, God was going to punish him, right? But I think as he started to go through the trial, and he's, people were laughing at his jokes and kind of cheering him. He kind of, his confidence kind of grew. He was like, oh, I got the support of the people. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen to me. And then his whole delusional meeting with everybody of how he's going to escape or not even escape. They're just going to let him out and take him away in a car to freedom. Right? Yeah, <laughs> his people. <laughs> kind of Joker-esque. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I really. Ah, yeah, I yeah, can see yeah. that. I really, and I, and the, the movie had me going. I was especially like I said when they did the fake hundred lashes and they were just beating the wall and he was just like ah ah. I was like they're really letting this fucking guy go and then they were like no nope, here put this rope around your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right, so. Lance, what do you think? So there's this old saying uh, that, well, I don't know how old it is, but there's a saying that, that, that people will say, like, when something fucked up happens, and then they turn around and say, well, this is why we're not allowed to have nice things. You know, like when mm-hmm. somebody makes a mess after a party or something like that. To me, this movie is telling me, well, this is why we shouldn't be allowed to have religion. Yeah. <laughs> Now that's going to get some clicks. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said it that way, but God damn it. This guy was a fucking religious nut. And this religious zealousy, it, it does lead to a lot of problems. And I, I think the filmmaker is aware of that. I'm kind of surprised this film was able to be made. And um, I'm not too shocked about that trivia that they were worried the one woman wouldn't do the part because she was worried there'd be, you know, backlash. But, uh, Man, anytime you think, and yeah, America has its faults, and we're fucked up, and we have a lot of problems, but God damn it, man, we're not this repressive of a society. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always said, if you really think America's that racist, visit mm, literally anywhere else. 
All right. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it was told to me by a guy that I used to work for, and he used to work in the oil and gas industry, and he went to Saudi Arabia. And, of course, you know, you got to realize this was about 20 years ago probably that I heard this. But he said, so I was out there one time, Lance, and he said, I actually literally saw a guy that was driving a pickup truck. And so, you know, you've got the bed of the truck, and then ideally you've got two chairs in the front, right? A chair for the driver, a chair for the passenger. He said this guy had taken the passenger chair out, and he had his donkey in the passenger area sitting inside the truck. (laughs) You know where I'm going here? And he said, and he had a woman in a burqa sitting in the back of the fucking truck. Oh, <laughs> now that's fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. So anyway, yeah, no, this was a good movie. This was this was. Um, first of all, it shows you that no matter where you are in the world, we all have the same desires. We all have the same sins. We all this, we all have the same shortcomings. Um, you know, it's very, very, very difficult to envision a world where. We can actually have a society where human beings treat each other as equals. But, man, this took it to the nth degree. This guy was a fucker. (laughs) So, uh, and yeah, quite a body count. And Like you you guys were talking about the sun. Whew, that's a lot of poisoning of the well there. So um, this was a tough one, man. This was rough to get through. But uh, that's why why I have to give this one a a, a 7.75. This isn't quite up there with like what I would consider the creme de la creme of 2022 movies. Like it, it would this would not displace any of my top ten, but it might have been an honorable mention, you know, if we had seen it last year. So, yeah, good movie. It's 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 hard to watch, man. It, it's a tough one. Random it, uh, observation: They drink a lot of Fanta in that country. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yellow Fanta. <laughs> Remember the guy ordered Yellow Fanta? Or maybe that was a little problem where we didn't quite translate it the right way. <laughs> no, they, sure were they were a sponsor. <laughs> they were ordering different flavors of Fanta throughout the movie. <laughs> it's like when you watch a movie and there's Pepsi everywhere. You're like, all right, well, we right. know who paid for this one. Pepsi, Pepsi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going to give it a solid seven. I think it was uh, definitely nice. worth a watch. I probably won't watch it again. It's not the kind of movie you want to rewatch yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Uh, but, but yeah, very, very well made. I thought the lead actress did a hell of a job. And, uh, man, good movie. Yeah. Good pick, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to Candyland 2023. Didn't even know this movie existed. 
I did because I've heard a lot of buzz about this movie. I've yeah. heard at least three or four podcasters giving accolades to this. So let's see how it goes. Uh, a seemingly naive and devout young woman navigates. I know what it is you do. There is still time for you. We'll show you the way to the kingdom of heaven. Repent, or you will be left for the final cleansing. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing back here? Are you okay? Who's this? She's from that weirdo cult. I think they're gonna leave for heaven before the rest of us. Was that your mother? Yeah. So what did you think about Candyland? I didn't know what to expect. I, like I said, this movie was really, oh, and and I guess we're gonna do a spoiler alert on this one, right? Since it's 2023. Um, Okay, so spoiler free. Um, I really didn't know exactly what to expect. I had an idea. I had no idea though, that they were gonna introduce yet again, here we go talking about religion and the dangers and the poisons of religion. There's a theme going tonight, (laughs) for sure. But uh, yeah, I would say that this is one of those, first of all, I definitely did not recognize William Baldwin. Did you, Brian? Yeah, I I mean, I I never know which Baldwin it is, but I was like, that's definitely a Baldwin. All right, so... There's a movie that came out, I don't know, five or six years ago, The Florida Project. Have you guys seen that one? No. It sounds uh, familiar. You should check it out. Um, it's, Does it uh, have uh, the Green Willem, Goblin? Willem Dafoe? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, know Willem, what you're talking about. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, I think he actually won. Didn't he win Best Supporting Actor for his role in it? I think he did. So, <laughs> Philip, I'm talking about that movie, The Florida Project. Mm-hmm. Um, lots and lots and lots of similarities to that movie with this one for me, because it's it's like a real underbelly type movie. Like, for example, okay, so let's say that you're driving cross country and you stop at a gas station to fill up or whatever and go in and grab some snacks, use the bathroom, and you kind of see these sketchy people and you're like, eh, I know there's a story there, you know, but you don't mm-hmm. want to dig too deep, right? So this is that story that you see and you don't want to acknowledge or dig too deep, right? So there's actually people that live this way, and it was a, a, a pretty interesting way to present it. I thought it was a great twist, and we're, and we're not getting into spoilers yet. I think we're going to do the alert, so I won't say too much. But um, there was definitely the interesting twist that, you know, there was the, um, you know, the male sex worker. Mm-hmm. It's just like thinking, oh, okay, this is all going to be like you know female hookers or whatever. But you've got the, you've got the male character there, and interesting, yeah. And interestingly enough, he's not gay. He just happens to make money doing it, so he kind of does it. Like that just kind of shows you how the desperation of people and how people he just likes do, to party. Well, you know, people will do what they <laughs> what they have to do to survive, right? That was his and, line, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people are just kind of living on the fringes like this, and hey, twenty I think they, bucks is twenty bucks. I, I think <laughs> I think it, I think it was a good decision to use mostly relatively unknown people in this. So it almost kind of felt like you guys said the last one almost looked like a like a real life thing or a documentary. I thought I thought this one captured that pretty well, also. 
Um, yeah, definitely did not recognize William Baldwin for like the first 30 minutes until I realized, wait a minute, that's a Baldwin brother. Yeah, um, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> yeah, but man, it was, um, yeah, did it, did it, to me, he did a pretty good job of like, yeah. you know, this is just some, you know, random dude. And then I'm like, wait, he looks really familiar. Um, yeah. And then when you bring the other character in, and here we go in talking about religion, Philip, and uh, the dangers therein, and taking it too far. This is so extremes. much a religion or a cult. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. So I'm going to, without give, I don't want to go into spoilers, so I'm just going to leave it on. Um, this was uh, a pretty brave movie to make. I mean, you know, something like this, it's like, it's definitely not a Five Nights at Freddy's that you know is going to have 16 billion streams on Peacock and, you know, $200 million on opening hour and stuff like that. This is just, you know, like a nice little indie, dirty, filthy movie. And, um, yeah, I uh, I, def- I definitely uh, enjoyed the fact that they did that. And then, as, they, as the kids like to say, they went there. So, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. All right. Brian, what'd you think? Uh, hold on. I was trying to see which Baldwin is. Uh, no, I thought this was the Biodome Baldwin. <laughs> this is Backdraft Baldwin. Backdraft Baldwin, yeah. Backdraft Baldwin. Biodome Baldwin. They all kind of, I mean, they're, when they were younger, they kind of, you kind of could tell the difference. Right. You could tell they were related, but you could tell the difference. Now that they got older, they just like grew into yeah. the same person. Yeah. Yeah, well, this isn't this isn't the cat in the hat Baldwin. So, <laughs> which one was that? Alec. Oh. Although for a second I was like, that's not Alec Baldwin. Oh, it's one of the yeah, other yeah. ones. <laughs> got, okay, so they got you, huh? For a second. <laughs> um, this is my second time seeing this movie. I seen it earlier this year, and i liked it then and i still like it now i think it's a great movie it's shot well it kind of had a old school kind of grittiness to it especially with the when the credits were rolling and the the title card came up it kind of had that old school font to it kind of like a grindhouse type thing yeah um i agree lance the 90s and they they stuck it yeah I agree with you, Lance. Uh, I, I like that they, they use relatively unknown because I didn't other than I think I maybe seen the, the, the one guy Levi and something before. But the only okay. one off the top of my head I can say that I knew was uh, William Baldwin. But what Billy about Baldwin. the madam? She's been in something, right? <laughs> the madam. <laughs> I don't know. Is that I, I love that. Is that man. not the right truck stop no, terminology? It is. I think that is the right terminology. The madam. <laughs> She's been in. She looked familiar. She the was an American. Camp. She was an American Psycho, and oh, okay, okay. She was in that show, that. The L Word. I never seen that. Never saw uh, that. Okay. They weren't talking about love. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking uh, about labias. Yes. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but okay. But I enjoyed the the whole religious cult aspect into mixing it in with these uh, sex worker lot lizards because mm-hmm. you know they, that's what they call themselves lot lizards in this movie. So sure, don't anybody get mad. Oh, that's what I've always heard them called. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, and I like that you, you kind of got it. You kind of got a peek into this world, and how they even broke down how they how they do things, the the different areas of the truck stop they work at, the little signals, code words. Oh yeah, they did get into a lot of that, didn't they? Yeah, the tap in the foot underneath the bathroom stall yeah. wasn't there. I'm pretty sure there was a politician somewhere. That that, got... Yeah, there was a politician. That did that. <laughs> yeah, that that's that scene was crazy because he was like, I could tell by the way they walk in, casual or. <laughs> They, something about the way they walk, you got to piss. If they come running in, they got to take a shit. Yeah. But if they come in casually, I just tap my foot, and then they tap back. There was some. There was some radio guy that did a like a morning radio host. After that politician thing happened, he did a he did a, like a little parody song. This tap three times on the floor if you want me. <laughs> All right, I know that's corny. It was funny listening to it, though. Sorry, um, Yeah. I uh, forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, the the main girl. I'm trying to look her up. The the religious cult girl. Oh, her. Right. Remy. Cult girl. Olivia sure. Licardo. I thought she did a fantastic job. Cause, yeah, for sure. Because I got the religious kind of... The religiousness of her character, but then... it it kind of just switched and you saw that craziness come out that I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cleanse these people. Are you about to talk about her teeth? Uh, no, I, her <laughs> eyes, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> seriously dark circles. Right. She looks like she's using heroin the whole time. I'm like, you're not probably, probably apparently. was, <laughs> well, <laughs> probably was, we'll get into that in spoilers, but I, I, I thought there was something else wrong with her. That yeah. She brings up with about a family member of hers. Her teeth. Okay. Well, that probably is where she got it to. <laughs> right. But I just like how they introduce her character because the same way with Holy Spiders, um, when I said the, the guy, I, you get you get introduced to the main girl and you're not sure if she's who you're going to follow or who you're not going to follow. Mm-hmm. You kind of think she's the killer, but then you kind of think she's not the killer. Okay. And you don't know where the movie's going with it. Don't don't give too much away yet, Brian. I won't. And uh, I thought it was just well acted. And then we got some, we got some, we got a lot of blood in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, if people are not comfortable and you want to watch the movie uh, based off our review, there there is some rape that happens in this movie, and it's kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty gritty movie man and it lets you know that in the first 10 minutes because i turned it on yeah and like my kid was playing video games in the background and like Uh (laughs) i had to fast forward through a scene real quick at the very beginning (laughs) and then another scene popped up and i was like all right maybe you're like (laughs) (laughs) basically what phil's talking about is you get to see one of the workers make her rounds within the first 10 minutes of the movie and they're they're pretty much showing everything Sure. Yeah, full frontal and why in the first ten it? minutes. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of movie we're in for here, right? <laughs> and but not yeah. like in a sexy way. <laughs> it's not a sexy time. <laughs> but one of the things that, that My wife. Of, one of the things that kind of scares me in real life is cults, religious fanatics. Oh, we love cult horror, don't we, Philip? I thought we were gonna start one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were on mushrooms when we had that conversation, oh, dude. Okay. So, <laughs> but we'll we'll get more to them in a second. But yeah, I I had a great time watching this movie. 
Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it, me too. It, it, at first, I mean, it sort of hits you in the face with it in that first 10 minutes, like I was saying, but, uh, mm-hmm. it kind of lets you know what kind of movie this is going to be. And I didn't think I was going to be into it. I was like, all right, that's, that's too much. I don't need all that shit in my movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but the further I got into it, the more connected I got to these characters and, I guess I can't really give too much away, but I like the twists and turns of the movies. I didn't see it coming, and uh, I, th- they really stuck the landing in this one. It had a good mm-hmm. ending. I liked it, man. It was a, it was a really good movie. Very well acted. That Levi guy knocked it out of the park. He did really well. That guy loved uh, what were they snowballs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess I hadn't quite put that together in my head before, but <laughs> Here they we loved are. their truck stop snacks, didn't they? All right. Uh, so you you guys want to go into? Well, I guess we'll do scores before spoilers. Um, yeah. Lance, what do you think? It's an eight. It's an eight. It's it's in the running. So. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm 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 glad that that I watched this. I'm not it it it's not one of those movies that I want to like have a party and have a bunch of people over and say, hey, no, probably not. <laughs> let's, let's check out. <laughs> I got a new movie for you guys to watch. Uh, We're gonna play watch... a game called How Uncomfortable Can We Make Everybody in the Room? Oh, <laughs> speaking of uncomfortable, okay. So, you know how they made the Barbie movie and the Battleship movie and all these movies based on games and toys and shit like that? There's actually a Candyland game or movie coming out based on the game. I don't think oh. it's going to be the same thing. No, probably and not. And I'm shocked that they didn't get sued. And maybe they did. Maybe they are. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Like maybe it's the way, the maybe it's the way they wrote Candyland. Isn't the game like one word? I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's it, Brian. I think it's that's the, that's how they the got little, around. It's the little loopholes. Loopholes, loopholes are worth their weight in gold, man. But this is a great, gritty, dirty indie movie with a huge twist of a character that you think is going to be doing one thing and ends up doing something totally different. And yes, I love the cult aspect. So yeah, it, it's an eight on ten. It's a good movie. All right, Brian. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the eight. I liked it just as much as Holy Spiders. Similar themes, but two different tones in the movies. The okay. Holy Spider kind of seemed like a little bit more realistic to me. You think so? I thought this Just, was was uncomfortably realistic. Yeah, I mean, if if you had to tell me how to pick a movie, what I thought was going to happen before the other movie, I would go with Holy Spider. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, one, of them, one okay. of them was based on real I things, and the saying. other one gets yes, obviously a little it. movie But I still enjoyed them the same, so I have to give it an 8 as well. Uh, I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Um, nice. Yeah, I, like I started this movie not really expecting to enjoy it, and then it, it grew on me a lot. And I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. So... Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> it's it's uh, worth it's watching. Kinda, it's kind of haunting, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's kind of one of those there, but by the grace of God, go I. Like, could you imagine one of your children or grandchildren ending up like this? 
I mean, uh, no, that would not be okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's some rough stuff, man. Rough stuff. I support sex workers too, as long as they're somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you go in and get your snacks at the gas station and look the other way. It's kind of like yeah. when some crazy fucking dude comes out trying to wash your windshield and you're like <laughs> looking in this direction, right? Yeah. But like to the nth degree. So yeah, it can make you uncomfortable. What, getting your windshield washed? I, that's kind of uncomfortable too, actually. I, I, I don't mind. I don't ever wash my windows. The, so. the crazy, the crazy homeless guy. Yeah, <laughs> the only problem with that, Brian, is some dirty ass stuff. gutter water yeah, and newspaper. Say, they're, not, they're not always using the cleanest water. To <laughs> I just feel bad because I never, I don't carry cash or change. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I give them like, uh, or when I used to smoke, I, I would give them like cigarettes. And I, I never will forget this one dude. He was like begging for money, and I gave him like three cigarettes. He was like, "Oh, thanks, man. Oh, awesome, dude. Cool. You know, it's like the greatest thing ever. You know." I but, did a good uh, thing, then, Lance. I guess that was my yeah. The lung cancer was my gift to him. <laughs> On that note, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like, uh, I couldn't really say nothing in the, in the earlier review, but... You, you're talking her, about that badass crucifix? <laughs> yeah, her transition from kind of a meek, religious, young, you know, not naive girl. Yeah, at first just, I thought they were just like Mormon or something. I, were they? Oh, I, I kind of got, I kind of no, got it were, early it before the cult. review. Okay. Yeah, I got I kind of got it early before the reveal because he okay. was talking about uh, leaving. Oh, right? that makes yeah, sense. Talking about we're when we leave, mm-hmm. and it just something just the the way he was saying it in his body language. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Me? That that reveal of her being the killer just kind of it got me. I didn't I didn't really yeah. the way she was playing it before, and then she just switched when she killed that the the the, the priest who was going yeah. down on her when he the guy that took his teeth out to go down on her. <laughs> yeah, because not only did she, not only did she kill him, Christ. she she broke his neck right with her thighs. With a, wow. What a, style. what a way to and go! Then, <laughs> and then she also not only did that, but she she seemed to enjoy it. So I right. I kind of felt like there was something other else wrong with her because it, it didn't come off like she was uh-huh. cleansing anything. Yeah, and that that made me think because she mentions that when when that guy the religion guy from the cult came back mm-hmm. to to talk to her to have her come back, and they brought up her mom saying she was sick. And she was losing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Did she have the same illness or mental illness, possibly? I'm sure. Yeah, sure. It was some kind of crazy. That makes sense. Or she yeah, was like, "You guys are in a cult. 
I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> that, uh, that mental, mental illness. Can't well, be no. Hereditary. If you guys, if you guys remember, she was there. They weren't down with what she was talking about. She was talking about cleansing other people. Yeah. Okay. And the guy oh, was like, right. "Oh, he was like, no, we need to cleanse ourselves to to sure, go to the sure. next level." And she was like, "No, my mom, me and my mom, this is what we believe. We believe in cleansing other people." Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, for, "She's fucking out her mind." Sending people for their, to the next life, huh? For their own good. <laughs> they gotta catch that what, comment. Reap the benefits of the. Next and another world. thing that really got me in this movie is nobody lived other than Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Right. Right. Even the 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 girl who you eventually okay. This is the main girl. This is the final the girl. The final girl, right? Oh, nope, sure. she gets it in the Didn't end happen. too. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a brutal movie, man. And there were some pretty damn good kills. You know, I mean, there's mm. a there's a lot to be said for this film. I'm kind of curious what the director's going to do next. I would I would imagine that somebody is going to see this movie. Especially with all the downtime they've got between the writer's strike and now the actor's strike. Somebody's going to see this movie and say, hmm, let's give them let's see. $20 million sure. and see what they can do. John Swab. Not Suave, like Rico? How old are you, Lance? <laughs> Pretty Rico fucking old, Suave. Man. Rico Suave. Uh, <laughs> His little bandana. <laughs> I do not recognize anything that he has coming up. I have not heard of any of these movies. Okay. Well, give it time, man. We'll check again in six months, right? Yeah. What? One of these days, we might look back on this and like, oh, you guys remember when he did Candyland? That was a, that was where he got to start. Now is the time to interview this guy. Uh, good point. I think I'm gonna reach out. Why not? He's got right. a crime thriller called King Ivory coming out next year. Okay. He also has an action thriller called BRBS. Hmm. So it looks like he's just not in one genre of movie. Then he has another movie called Land of Grace, which is an action crime drama. So I, I thought you were going to say uh, a sex romp comedy. Well, and That's Candyland like, 2. <laughs> the writing in this one was, was pretty spectacular, too, yeah, man. Like I, sure. I love the way they wrapped it up. I love that nobody lived mm-hmm. except William Baldwin, which was fine. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I think... Yeah, he was kind of an outside cool. observer. Yeah. I yeah. kind of wanted to know more about his character, because he yeah. was fully into Levi. But Levi's well. not... Levi's not gay, so yeah. he was kind of yeah. refusing his advances. Well, uh, business-wise, he would accept his advances. But anything else, he was just kind of like, no, don't touch me. Which, yeah. that scene was kind of uncomfortable the, after Levi gets raped. And then oh, yeah. Billy Baldwin still tries to... <clears throat> like, he's asking a question, How is, yeah. is, your, is your bottom okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then later he he makes an advance at him in the car when they're disposing of a body. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, are you the fucking killer? Because you're you're giving off <laughs> no some kidding. really weird, creepy vibes. <laughs> it was like that uh, that axe murdering hitchhiker guy. Oh yeah, that they yeah, that's Netflix sort of what happened to him. Yeah, true. Uh, you know, allegedly. 
Allegedly. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was documented pretty much at this point, Philip. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure if anybody knows exactly what happened, but it seems yeah. like he probably got taken advantage of by some old dude and then murdered him with an axe. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, well, no. You... He didn't murder him with an axe. He just murdered him outright. The, the guy he murdered with an axe was like in the middle of hurting somebody. Then he was a hero. That time. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Until he murdered the next guy. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there's not, there's really not much more to spoil, right? We want everybody to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Worth it. And it yeah. is, it is on to be. So it's free for everybody to watch. Cool. And the last time I watched a Tubi movie, guys, no commercials. I don't know how yeah. I pulled it off. Oh. But, yeah, apparently every once in a while you'll get a movie with no commercials. I guess if they couldn't find a sponsor. For yeah, that. I don't I'm, think I remember seeing commercials in this one. I'm going to start doing this for, like, some of the, the older release movies. I'm going to start telling people where they can stream them. Uh, the, I like that, yeah. The Initiation is on Tubi. Yep. Holy Spider is on Netflix. Yes, it is. Candyland is also on Tubi. So There you go. So Jeff made it easy for all of us. So uh, big shout out to Jeff Larimore, our number one guy. So uh, as far as you guys listening, we want to thank you all for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. You know where to find us. We don't know if we're going to still be on Facebook. We don't know if we're going to try X. We don't know if we're going to try Twitter. Oh, wait, that's the same thing. <laughs> we may even go back to uh, the Chinese one. What's it called? Well, <laughs> TikTok? Uh, Lance, I've always we, wanted to we, try X. We, we are already on Twitter. Okay. Yes. Well, help <laughs> us out, Brian. Tell our listeners where they can find us. Facebook, Twitter, slash X, Instagram, Tumblr. TikTok. Okay. I don't understand Tumblr, so I don't post as much on there. I didn't know it was still around. <laughs> it's it's there, man, and we and we gotta find a way to see if this Discord is worth getting into. So I am gonna talk to some of our good friends at the Legion podcast, of which we have several really good friends with awesome podcasts. And uh, ask them how that works. Maybe we'll uh, join the ranks of Discord. So, um, uh, you know, again, as always, we definitely want to thank you for listening to us. Appreciate Brian sharing the media links that I don't know. My edible is starting to kick in slowly but surely. I see you fading. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, at long last, it is the Super Networks. Very special commentary of Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Now, anybody seen this movie out of our group? Because I haven't. Yeah, I have seen it a few times. I saw it once after we talked about it for March Madness. And Lance, I'll just let you know without spoiling it, this commentary will probably not go on YouTube. Yeah. Then let's... Do what we can, man, to get it out there on the audio waves at least. So, uh, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. Appreciate Brian sharing the media leaks that I don't know. My edible is starting to kick in slowly but surely. 
I see you fading. <laughs> Next week, at long last, it is the Super Network's very special commentary of Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Now, anybody seen this movie out of our group? Because I haven't. Yeah, I have yes. seen it a few times. I okay. saw it once after we talked about it for March Madness. And Lance, All I'll just right. let you know without spoiling it, this commentary will probably not go on YouTube. Yeah. Then let's do what we can, man, to get it out there on the audio waves at least. So, uh, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night.